I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. The humanitarian situation in Syria is bad and getting worse. The Red Cross says conditions for civilians inside the country are worsening rapidly as the conflict between rebels and the government of Bashar al-Assad drags on. Millions of Syrians have fled their homes. Many are leaving the country as refugees. The European aid group Handicap International is increasing its operations across the Syrian border in northern Jordan to address this growing humanitarian crisis. The BBC's Caroline Hawley has had exclusive access to one of the mobile aid teams in the Jordanian city of Erbid, to where refugees have fled the fighting. Caroline joins us now. You met people who have been disabled in the civil war. Tell us the story of the woman you met named Lubna. We met a 24-year-old woman who was bedridden. Now, she was a student at Damascus University. She had been newly married, and she'd been going down from Damascus to the southern town of Dera. She was in a minibus. The minibus was raked with gunfire. All the passengers were killed. She lay bleeding in that minibus for three hours. She said it was absolutely terrifying that she was screaming out, help me, help me, and that people did try to come to rescue her and anyone else who might be in the minibus who needed rescuing. But she said they were being shot at, and and she knows that two people who came to try to rescue her were killed. She said at that moment she really thought she was going to die. She wrote a text message to her sister, Wiam, saying, I'm dying, please forgive me. Eventually, she was rescued. She was taken to one hospital. Apparently, all the doctors there had fled. We know that many doctors, because they've been targeted, have left the country. But eventually, she was brought out of Syria to Jordan. At this point, she had been shot in the back. She's basically paralyzed and she's bedridden. Extraordinary that she's even alive, given what happened to everybody in that bus. Uh, And one wonders what might have happened if she hadn't been evacuated out of the country. What kind of help is available for the disabled inside Syria right now? I think the situation inside Syria as regards medical care is extremely grim. We know from the charity Médecins Sans Frontières that they say that the health system has essentially collapsed. And certainly people we spoke to from Handicap International were saying that if those injured Syrians that we met, if they had been able to get the care they needed in Syria at the right time, fewer of them would face permanent disability. And for example, one other person we met um, there, we met him doing rehab. He was a six-year-old boy called Muhammad. He'd had 12 operations because he'd had all his limbs fractured and the top of his head taken off during a rocket attack, which uh, took place again in the town of Dera when he was eating his dinner. His mother told me that she had taken him to the government hospital, but then the hospital had been surrounded by the military. She was very, very scared that they might raid it and that something might happen to him. And so she arranged again for him to be taken out and to be carried across the border to Jordan. And the numbers are staggering, Marco. The World Health Organization is talking about 350,000 injured. Now, women who are injured in the conflict face special challenges. You met a man named Hatim Masada, who makes artificial limbs. He told you about what the women deal with. That's right. He was a man who's been in working on prosthetics, fitting prosthetics for some 25 years. So he's a renowned expert in his field. And he was treating a little girl who he met called Isra, who's nine years old, who was uh, sitting under a tree when she was hit by a sniper's bullet. It fractured her spine. He was measuring her up for calipers because she'll probably never walk normally again. 
But I, I asked him how important it was to get Isra back on her feet and back walking. And he said it was particularly important for girls and women because for them, disability can be seen in the region as a shame. The society here in Jordan and in Arab world in general, it's difficult for young women to be disabled. It's uh, some kind of shame. If a family has a disabled female, nobody will marry from them. Yeah, as he says, no one's going to marry a disabled woman. There is a major stigma attached to disability, particularly for women. And Lubna, who was an amazing young woman, incredibly bright-eyed, really hospitable, um, smiling a lot despite her injuries. I mean, really a wonderful woman. She had to flee to Jordan for treatment, and within a month, her husband had divorced her. The BBC's Caroline Hawley, thank you for your time. You're welcome.